It's been two weeks, so that means it's time for another episode. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane and to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. Also, don't forget, use code SHIPBOX, S-H-I-P-B-O-X, for free shipping on orders over $35. Let's start the show. This thing is a freaking monster. <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John, and you are... Tony Driven. Yeah, boy. And so we're back after two weeks, as usual now. And, of course, we're going to cover your 91 Octane headlines. We're going to cover your real headlines. And we're bringing back an old segment, A Moment in History, this time covering Nando Parado and the Cannibals. I'm going to let you think on that there. But let's kick it off with some headlines. I'll go first this week. Formula E drivers urge silence, citing fan conversations in the stands are distracting. This was actually inspired by a new friend of mine, a guest from last year, James Coker. He suggested, which I thought was a hilarious idea, to go to like a Formula E race with a loudspeaker and a mic. And as the cars are passing by, he's making the engine sounds. That's great. I was I like, love that would have been a great reel. But I also was like, yeah, I guess I, I haven't been to an EV or watched an EV race, admittingly. Have you? Not race, but in HPD day, I saw a Tesla. And, okay, I okay, you're right. I did so then I didn't see that. That's too. as far as it's gone. Yeah, and it's weird. <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're watching it from the pits, <laughs> you don't hear anything. It passes by, and it's just like, you know what? Arguably, so does a lot of stock cars. Because I got that comment a lot the first time I took the Type R to the track, and I didn't have an exhaust. And a stock oh. Type R is notoriously quiet. Yeah, most newer cars are going to be. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of people were making fun of it when I... They're like, yeah, we saw you from the stands, and we hear realm, and then you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so I had to imagine it has to be similar to that, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, so now consider you jumping in from an ice car into an EV car. There's the Porsche Mission R. Have you been familiar with the Mission R, the race car they were developing for a little while? Yeah, yeah. That car is actually pretty loud for an electric car. It's a, it's like, what I would describe a hum, a whistle almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, similar to what I think Ford had done when oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. They did that. I guess it was the Hoonig, like a Hoonigan version of yeah. the Machi oh, or something. Oh yeah, an Audi too. The, okay. Yeah, the one that that Ken blocked it in Vegas. Yeah, like those yeah. had some crazy wines. It just reminded yeah. me of a supercharger wine kind yeah, of yeah yeah and that i th i mean it's an intimidating sound as much as we shit on evs like that was a cool sound it, it was, was a cool sound yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a it's like a banshee right it's it's a little less like motor kind of throaty sound but yeah it's definitely like a a screaming witch type of sound yeah yeah counterpoint though pair that sound with the sound of an exhaust of a v8 and you have a terminator which sounds even better because you have that, oh, okay, if you've heard yeah. a Terminator on a loud supercharger whine, yeah, and you still have that V8 sound, like, yeah, no, that is one of like that. Is, 
That is mm. honestly a big reason why I've considered supercharging the E92. Really? Because I I love that combination of sounds. Yeah. It, it's 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 just screams like danger. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, know? basically. Yeah. So I'm like Settle oh, down, man, Mr. I, Bond. <laughs> yeah, I mean, realistically, it's a street car. I'm not going to use that speed a lot. Yeah, right? Yeah. But I get to make noises whenever I want. That's kind of the whole point it's yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but California keeps making car things harder and harder for us, man. But so I mean, you follow a lot of like club racing, TCR, you've mentioned before. Yeah. If some of those series went EV, would that drive you away or would you still be as interested? Ah, man, I don't know. So I want to say it wouldn't drive me away just because I'm not really pairing my my interest in that with the sounds of the cars, right? Okay. But I think we've discussed it before. I do pair it with the ev- not everyday traffic, but <laughs> yeah. the fact that they're driving Civics right elantras you know what i mean yeah 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 like actual production cars yeah so if it went ev and we didn't have cool ev cars in production yeah it might lose my interest just for that reason but hyundai's already got like some ev magic they're working on the this is this is true 74 is coming it'll be limited numbers the ionic 5n right so as long as those are available you're like okay i'm down we got to get some variety, but maybe. Right. Yeah, I'd yeah. be all right with it'll, it. It'll get there. Yeah. It'll get there for sure. Yeah. I, I, it's, uh, I think it's interesting, you know, kind of taking racing into the future. I'm interested in the software side of EV racing, right? Because now you're taking a lot of like mechanical things. I posted a video on our page of Mercedes G Wagons. Shout out to Carlos for sending me that that were spinning like tops in vegas did you see that (laughs) yeah right and it's like that's all software right that's all software now software controls doing that so now you're gonna take some a lot of this mechanical engineering and control it by software engineering and i'm curious where the evolution of that industry is now right but I think the further that software gets, the more danger we have to it just being a computer race and getting autonomous racing. I mean, I think that's that's going to like the unintended consequence of this. Yeah, yeah. You are 100 percent right. Like that's sort of where we're going to get because we're going to get we're going to generate enough data. And we talked about this a long time ago where we're going to get to a point where that data. I mean, sim like real sim, like iRacing, Assetto Corsa, can already take that data and recreate, you know, those races in their software. Right. So now if you take that and put it on a self-driving car, you might be able to recreate Le Mans from, you know, 1920, right? Yeah. As, as software and just watch these races. But the problem with, with that, like, I don't want to watch computers racing. I think part of it is watching somebody control that car. Yeah, watching those pressure decisions happen. But also, are we being, like, boomers in that sense? Because now, the pilots, it's not that there isn't a pilot, right? It's just that the pilot isn't in the car. The pilot is now the engineer 
essentially coding the software, right? Or configuring the software. Right, right. So whoever's got the best configuration is the one that's going to win. So there's still an edge. I'm okay being a boomer on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want somebody in the car, but in seat. If there's no danger, there's no fun. <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's got to be. Because then it just you're just watching a video game, right? That then you're really the whole purpose of the sim stuff is that we're able to translate it into real life, right? But like, okay, so let me let me maybe so this is I think this is similar, right? Like battle bots. Okay, that was exciting. You were into that, right? Right, but that's also not autonomous. They have controllers. I would argue that's the same. Like it because these cars wouldn't be driving themselves, right? They'd be they wouldn't have like an rc type controller that somebody's driving but the beep boops have to be placed there by somebody right i mean it's different if there's somebody on the wheel right but right. the battle bots it's it's not the case true but that's not racing <laughs> <laughs> yes but no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, I'm gonna be the stubborn boomer on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because no, I'm with you actually. You know, because like, would I want to watch a Boston Dynamics robot like boxing match? Probably not. No, no. I want. We want humans to be damaged. In I'm okay with robotic enhancements to damage humans. <laughs> <laughs> Bionic, good. Full robotic bat. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, cool. we'll go there. That'll we be got, the line we, in the sand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we found our conclusion. All right, let's get into our next one. All right, all right. So, in an attempt to help with long lines, DMVs installs roller coasters. Yes, sir. <laughs> they will do everything but attack the root cause. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick little fun story on this. Okay. <clears throat> so... I've had a very busy week at work. Okay. So do my overtime at home, jump on the laptop and get to work on 91 stuff, right? Right. And usually I'll dock, go work in my office, whatever. I was burnt from being in there. So I pulled the laptop out, got into the room. So my wife's watching TV and she's like, well, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm working on stuff for 91 Octane. Yeah. And she goes, oh, okay. I don't even know what you do there. I was like, you don't even follow the page? <laughs> like... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Thanks for the support. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, whatever. She's like scrolling through her phone, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then I just see, and I had like reposted this story that day. Okay. And she's like, I see her. I kind of look over. She's like this. She's like, well, that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? She's Good like, roller eye. coasters at the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> She has no idea what we do here at all. <laughs> but I thought, I think it's great that she was still able to suss it out. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> She's learned how to, you know, divulge good and bad information. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Roller coasters at the DMV. Well, that's fake. Yeah. It, it was literally like that. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah so lo love her she's very supportive yeah but she's supportive in the sense like i don't give a fuck what you're doing just go just do go it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to your tree house and leave me alone so 
question. <laughs> do you have AAA? I do. Okay. What would DMV need to do to bring you back? <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, man. Right? Because this is almost the incentive now. If they had a roller coaster, would it bring you back? <laughs> what would it take for me to go back to the DMV? Oh, my God. It's like, it's like what would it take to, to be willing to put up with water being waterboarded? Like, you know, like that, that's kind of the question that you're asking me, but there, everything is for sale, right? There's always a price to something. Oh yeah. What would that price be? Right. If, oh man, I think it would have to be like emissions related, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like if you, if you come to the DMV, is that what you were thinking too? Yeah. I thought I was going to be so clever and just be like, yeah, no smog checks. I'll go to the DMV all day long. Yeah, dude, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> you come to the DMV and you get a waiver on emissions. I'm there. I will I will go. I will be in a three-hour line. I will bitch about it the whole time. Yeah. But I will be in a three-hour line. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe some snacks. <laughs> just throw that in there, you know? That, that's what, man... That's the corporate decision right there. They're going to throw a pizza party and provide lunch on Fridays. Yeah, yeah, and nothing else. Nothing else. Like, honestly, I've never... I don't know what the problem with the DMV is. I mean, the memes are, you know, the staff is unhappy. They don't want to be there. They're pushing numbers through. There's a million people there all the time. Things have gotten better. And you have the wrong paperwork. And you have always... Whatever you have is the wrong paperwork. And they gave you that paperwork 30 minutes earlier. And you forgot to bring that one paper too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man. And it's... But it's like, they've never made any steps to improve it. Yeah. But they charge us more every year. I don't know. Oh, God. Well, you know, the wheels of bureaucracy move very slowly. Yeah. That is for sure. Did you pass your driving test on the first shot? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you remember what, like, how many strikes you got i got strikes for sure (laughs) i got strikes for sure i don't remember how many i think the the limit was 15 do you remember i do not know i think the limit was 15 and i got 13 oh shit i was like on the edge on the edge yeah what car did you take your driver's license a jeep wrangler a jeep wrangler lifted jeep wrangler yeah it had about a two inch lift on it Okay, all yeah. right. How about you? Suburban. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Like these big, tall cars. It would have been easier in a smaller car, but that was the only car available at the time. Yeah. I actually took it in Norco, right? Right here. Did you pass the written on the first shot? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was, it was car. It was an obsessive time. That's the only test I probably did study that hard for. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to driving school or was it just? No, just test and go. Oh, how old were you when you got it? Wait, no. Well, I did wait. I did one day where some company came, picked me up, and we drove around for a day. Oh, so they actually, okay, because I went to like, like a week boot camp when I was 15. Oh, okay. And I think that made me eligible at like 15 and a half because of the school. Yeah, I didn't get mine at 15. Mine wasn't until like 16 going on 17 or something. Oh, okay, okay. But I did do like, at least I think it was just once. You never know. Brains are funny. but (laughs) (laughs) Yours is. Yeah. (laughs) Some triple A driving school or something like that picked me up. We drove around in some fucking little Chevy Cavalier, and and they had like the double pedals. No, 
I don't think it did. I don't oh, think it did. Yeah, ours did. Really? Yeah, and he was like breaking on me the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, man, like, dude, chill. Like, I got it. But we were all 15-year-olds. I don't know. I wouldn't get in the car with a 15-year-old. <laughs> I'm good. I'm glad there's people out there willing to do this stuff. Cause... Have you ever taught someone to drive? Uh, no, uh, Stick shift, yes, but not to drive fresh. Not like a teenager. Yeah, no. Okay. Have you? Yeah. Oh, you have? Well, so not from start to finish, just here and there helping them practice. Yeah, yeah. And this was recently, maybe a year, year and a half ago. All right. Took them to the parking lot, you know, because that's the general thing you do, right? Right. This kid ended up up the curb into the island. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you, like, Like, take me through, like, how it happened. What did you say to him? So I told him we were coming down the lane of the parking lot. The island's on the left. And yeah. I told him, cool, you're going to make a left-hand turn and then basically another left, like a U-turn, yeah. into the next lane. And I told him to treat every parking spot. As if there's a car in it. Right. Right. Pretend it's a very full parking lot. You can't go through the spaces. You're going to hit the invisible the, yeah, car or whatever. Yeah. Right. And he goes and he does, you know, very sharp because they're learning, you know, super yeah, yeah. sharp turn, super sharp turn. And I was like, all right, hand over hand, cut the wheel all the way to finish basically going the U-turn. Right. He jerked it around so hard. And I guess he gave it a little bit of gas. Yeah. And he just rolled. I was like, break it, break, 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 boom. And he just rolled right. Not hard. Like. No yeah. damage. Yeah. Wasn't my car. So I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> do it again. <laughs> but it went up into there and it stayed on the little island. Oh, oh my. God. I have a picture somewhere. I know I do. <laughs> oh, dude, I would love that picture. When you were learning, did you have any moments like that? I think more stick shift than anything. Okay. More stick shift than anything. Okay. Like stalling out or ending up having to burn out on a hill yeah yeah just yeah. trying to get it just trying to get out of like the stop position yeah yeah like at the beach somewhere yeah 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 uh, no for me there's three distinct moments that i remember being an idiot the first time with my dad and you get like target fixation you don't know what that is but i almost ended up on an island oh shit but he jumped from the passenger seat and jammed his foot on the brake from that side like literally i was like smashed like, damn what <laughs> yeah. what car was this it was the jeep wrangler oh okay okay yeah, jeep wrangler. yeah. i mean that should have hopped that thing over <laughs> it just should have kept going but he's like I, he got tired of saying stop 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 were you did you give those instructions like stop stop i told him to stop but i wasn't freaking out again yeah. maybe because it wasn't my car and we were yeah. going like three miles an hour like, dude hey stop <laughs> hey stop stop hit the brake Hit the brake. Yeah. Oh, well, we're here now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I took a pic. I think he felt so bad. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, dude. I have to take a picture of this. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, let's get into our next one. Kia vows to make amends by giving customers free copies of GTA 6. Another one. Kias are now surpassing Hondas in terms of the theft meme, which is wild to consider. Right. There's like a whole there's the Kia boys is what they call them. Now, yeah. Right. So does that work for Hyundai's too? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Although for some reason Kia is the one that got the name, but yeah, Hyundai's. Does it work for a Veloster N? <laughs> <laughs> I do not know, but right. I will tell you after this. Okay. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure it does. And like they've they've fought tooth and nail. To not be responsible for it, to to essentially 
absolve themselves of any responsibility and not have to make any changes to their cars. Yeah. Do you think this is a Kia Hyundai problem or do you think this is a police problem? Who who does this belong to? <sighs> it's a really tough argument. Yeah. But if we're trying to look at what how these types of decisions impact like consumer protections in the future, yeah. We kind of have to blame Kia Hyundai. I'm with you. Yeah. Like I, it, it's a tough decision to be like hey it's your fault so many people are stealing right yeah but at the same time it's these type these type of choices like lawsuit and law wise yeah that really impacts us in a larger scale right yeah like honestly if if it was if it was technology that's shared amongst multiple different brands and like he is the one that's suffering for some reason then i would say it's not a kia problem but right. the technology is specific to them that's causing this problem. So, yeah. So they're, they're facilitating, you know, the market for this stuff. So, yeah, I, I would put it on them, too. Do you do you consider Grand Theft Auto a car game? Uh, that's tough. I don't. But I know I kind of sometimes would get an itch out from there. Really? Yeah. The But it's kind of like an itch that has now already been scratched by other games because in all reality grand theft auto was one of the first open world racing games yeah not racing but like car mm-hmm. games you can get into a car and you don't have to actively be on a circuit or on a race or you know what i mean actively doing a competition you can just go over there take some fucking exotic car into the woods into the hills and launch it off the cliff yeah yeah <laughs> you know no, I mean? it was so much fun yeah it was I, I, what was your introduction to grand theft auto Oh man, don't age me out like that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was the 2D guy from like where you saw the overhead and you just you, all you heard was the the all you saw was the legs kicking and that Yes. Yeah, I remember I didn't know what it was, but I remember computer class in high school and we're all doing work like nerds. Yeah. And there's one dude in the corner who like it it was like an eagle eye view. And there's a car like traveling on the screen. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is it this? It didn't guy even doing? have proper game driving controls. Yeah, I think no. you had to like hold a button and then hit like the arrows a different way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, the the whole mechanics of it was even bad. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was it was a rough game. But at the time, we didn't think that. Oh yeah. No, time, I was like, like what is, the heck? Is, Did you just run over those people? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, by the end. By the end of that semester, it had to have been like at least half the class was playing Grand Theft Auto, and that's all we were doing. Yeah, the our this is a whole other story, but our our computer teacher would sit in the back of the room, kind of looking at our screens. Yeah, but we couldn't see his screen, and sometimes he'd zone out, and so we'd go turn into assignments, and he'd be playing nude solitaire like the cards had like oh <laughs> man <laughs> he was such a creep dude he was <clears throat> such a creep old Jeez. he was an old white dude so what was your last venture into grand theft auto it was around the same time as need for speed underground so i don't remember which one that was underground 
That might have been like Vice City. But yeah, yeah, you hit you hit it right on the head. Okay. I think it was Vice City when Need for Speed Underground came around. That took all my attention, and I stopped pretty much with any other games. Oh shit! Yeah, okay, because I, I used to bounce between Gran Turismo and like you know I used to, I had I, the Onimusha series was huge for me. And I used to play like Grand Theft Auto games and I dabble in little things here and there. But Need for Speed was the first time I got to compete online with people and I was winning. Got it. So I was like, I was, I was like in terms of like drag, drag racing, not, not like road racing, but drag racing. I, I would put myself against anybody during that time. Damn. Yeah. And so like I, that took, all of my time. It's all I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so it took me away from Grand Theft Auto. So Vice okay. City was about the last time. I didn't finish the game. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. I didn't finish the game. Not that you could finish, but I didn't get too far into well, the Well, the storyline. Yeah. The storyline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't okay. get too far into How about you? You're still playing? <laughs> no, no. I made it through San Andreas. Okay. Okay. So I did do like Vice City. I didn't really do a lot into like the Liberty City stories or... Th- not even really too much into three, to be honest. Yeah. It was like a little. I took a little break, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did through Vice City and San Andreas. I have five, but at this point, like I'm not gaming as much, and I'd rather right. jump on the sim and do a set of Corsa or Forza than Grand Theft Auto Five right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, this is not like we have a lot of time these days. Yeah. But... I mean, they do got a car culture in there now, though. That's why it's kind of oh, crazy. Really? Yeah, like we can get details later but i mean the online play has car meets oh so people meet up in this they meet up in parking lots with their car (laughs) whoa man and that's what like car guys are nerds dude yeah you don't want to admit it but we're all nerds there's a whole fucking culture in there yeah they do races like they'll meet up parking lot set up races do races in there like can't just does Grand Theft Auto have a modding community? Like, is that allowed on the on PC? Um, I'm not sure. I know that they are. You talking about like modifying or customizing the cars? Yeah, but more than just what like the game would have. Like, being, oh, being able to. Like, I feel like I've seen some stuff. Okay, I feel like I've seen some mods. Kind of like a setup, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I want to say I've, I've seen some mods before for sure. Okay. Every once in a while, I also catch clips of like the cars in the parking lot and then some guy going online look at all these car guys and just go bazooka all of them in the parking lot (laughs) (laughs) that that is so much fun oh my god yeah it's uh i I never thought grand theft auto would be as big as it became i kind of felt like it would like i it's just just for, for a little while there was a lot of like backlash right but I think that was. Are you familiar with the uh, Streisand effect? Uh, no, no. So it's 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 when you bring attention to something negative, like some somebody posts something negative about you, right? Yeah. And instead of ignoring it, you reply to it and try to mm-hmm. refute it. But in that, you bring more attention to it and more eyes. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to Grand Theft Auto, and they really went in on that side of the marketing. Where the more people bitched, 
the more people that weren't curious before became curious and they yeah. were like this is this is dope i've said it before all publicity is good publicity yeah <laughs> I don't know. maybe not all but like 99 percent. yeah yeah maybe you can take that wing of 91 rt marketing <laughs> 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 like, just go get into some trouble for us all right all right so, let's go to our next one the last one here the winner of the car give of a car giveaway has no idea what to do with all the shirts he bought <laughs> <laughs> i love that one man so you posted this one up yeah and immediately i thought i should have a shirt ready for the episode <laughs> <laughs> was that a raffle shirt it was for a car <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you're a victim. oh man so you know yeah <laughs> every week guy. one of these stories are about me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's hilarious oh man now that I, now that you mentioned it, I think you mentioned this to me before. Maybe it was a subconscious idea. <laughs> you know what? We had a conversation about this before. Yeah, we did yeah. have a conversation about this yeah. before. <laughs> I'm, I'm remembering now. I hadn't really thought about it, but yeah, it's. Uh, I was going to ask you. That was going to be like one of my first questions. Like, have you done it? And now, clearly, you know, you're very proud I am of it. Doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have? Just this one. Just this one. Did you yeah, win? just this one. I don't know. I don't even think it's been drawn yet. Oh, this is recent. Literally, when this was posted, oh, you did. I bought it. Yes. Oh my god. I looked at the headlines and I was like, none of these headlines say they're about me. So I'm gonna go buy a shirt. Oh my god, man. No, maybe I win and it's real now. And I've been very anti that. I've (laughs) been like, I feel like I'm getting scammed. Mm. When you know it's kind of like buying a shirt, but that sh- that shirt's kind of cool. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. At the end, at least there's a material object versus like a raffle, right? A raffle, you're paying for the chance only. Yeah, right. I don't know how how much, how often you see raffles on IG all the time. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say I know in our little used market, used car parts, and do you do those? No. Yeah, I don't do that either. There's a there's a group of like Mustang parts guys, and sometimes they get these cars and just go, "Cool, I'm just gonna raffle off the whole car," and that it's very active right now. Like it's been blowing up for the last couple years. Yeah, and like yeah, and people people participate. So I mean, it works, I guess. But yeah, I'm I'm not really about it. And but I, I won't even do the shirts. Okay, that yeah. was actually gonna be my question. If you've ever participated in it, no, it actually drives me away. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't understand. I understand the gig, the gimmick on like the business side of it, right? Of course, you're gonna draw more attention. People want GTRs or Lamborghinis or whatever they're they're putting out there, but. Yeah, like honestly, I actually even haven't looked into the people that have won. Okay, right? like are they all real? <clears throat> so I and I forget which one. There was one that popped up because you know apparently as soon as I bought this one, the algorithm just threw ad after <laughs> ad after. <Yeah. laughs> Dude, I was like, what the hell? I felt like I just got a virus. Like I was like, what Dude, the hell happened? Weird. Because I've, I've never participated in them before. After this, I saw this one. I was like, oh, this will be funny. I'll go and I'll buy a shirt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just literally, I just got riddled with advertisements for these from all different companies. One of them had an M4. Okay. <laughs> Still won't get me to buy No, it, it was the Beaver <laughs> Tooth anyways. Yeah, okay, okay. But one of the guys was talking about how the last winner of their competition sold the car, 
bought a house and a Corvette after he won. Oh, Damn, what what did he get? Some kind of modded Huracan or something. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Right, so I don't know. Obviously, nobody linked the page or whatever. I don't know how any of these work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sheepy, Sheepy Race, Yeah, where I bought this shirt from, have an indirect connection with his brother. Like, I know his brother. Yeah, yeah. So maybe when that one wins, I can get, maybe find out a little bit more. Yeah, where it goes. What, what, what car happens? are they giving away? Take a guess. A Lamborghini? No, it'll piss you off more than that. Which would be great because if I want it, if I want it, I just park it right in your driveway every (laughs) single time I show up. (laughs) I'll go get the Jeep and climb it. (laughs) (laughs) It's an R8? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. An R8's dope, though. An R8's cool. Put the rings right there. Did you know that you don't have to buy a shirt to participate? For all of them, or which one? All of them. Legally, you can just send a postcard, and they have to include you. Now, are they going to actually include you? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But legally, a raffle has to have, or sweepstakes, has to have the ability for you to enter without purchase. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. But like these little informal ones, no, that doesn't that doesn't work. Yeah, like, I, don't, yeah. I don't think that's happening. Like yeah, Joe Schmo <laughs> and Joe Smith, like you know, raffling off a '90s, you know, Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah it no. it did make me curious if there's somebody buying shirts in like some crazy bulk, thinking they're gonna win. There has to be. There has to be. That's there. If, that's I mean, that's where it came from. Like there has to be. Because what I rem- what this reminds me of is the old data farming system from malls, where they would put a car in the middle of the mall, and they would have you fill out a slip to yep. enter to win, and you would see people there just filling out a bunch, dropping in, filling out a bunch, dropping <laughs> in. So th- I think there's always people, and then you know the the logic will be, well, I'm getting a shirt that I can wear, so I'm not really losing. If I just buy a bunch of shirts, I can only increase my chances of winning. So I'm, de- I definitely believe that there are some people out, there. and then there's some people who yeah. just like the gear, I guess. Yeah. So I, this shirt came out okay. How much is the shirt? Fifty bucks. Damn. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. You better win. <laughs> <laughs> Man, have you ever won anything in a raffle? No. A work Christmas party raffle. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's so pretty at, much it. At UCI, one of the sororities was raffling a PS4 at the time. Mm. And that was new or whatever. And like all the fraternities were buying like ropes of tickets. I bought Damn. one ticket. I bought one ticket and I didn't even go. I gave it to one of my buddies who actually went. And I had a game, an intramural soccer game that day. And so I, I play the game and I get to my phone and the phone says, hey, call me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I hit him up. I'm like, hey, man. He's like, hey, I got your PlayStation. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, everybody here was really, really pissed because I only had one ticket in my hand and everybody had ropes and you were the one that won. No. And I was like, hell yeah, I never win anything, dude. I was. I think I consumed all my luck for all my life to get that PlayStation. But is yeah, that the one in there? That's the one in there. Yeah, yeah. It was a free PlayStation, man. It was literally the only time I've ever won something in a raffle. Oh damn! Yeah, and really, I just wanted to show support to the sorority. Yeah, we were cool with them. 
But yeah, I would, I would, I was, ne- I didn't even think we were gonna. That's why I didn't even show up. Yeah, like I, th- I think my homie asked me. He's like, "Hey, you want me to take your ticket?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Here, you know, yeah. we're not gonna win or whatever. But yeah, he got he got to live the glory and like do the walk where everybody's kind of everybody just down. mad. Yeah, everybody's yeah, just mad. Like, <laughs> you bought one ticket. Well, I haven't used all my luck, so you never know. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah you, think, you, you, would you? What would you do with the RA? Would you keep it? No, I'd keep. I think yeah, a little I feel while. like I'd keep it. You would. I don't know about like forever kind of thing, but like I don't think long? I'd immediately like, put, sell put it. A, put a put a timeline on it. Ten oh. years, five years, three. Okay, yeah, three. I think three is a good time to say that it was your car and not a a rebound transitional car. You know what I mean? Right. Where where would be the first drive? Here. <laughs> yo john <laughs> it's like dude it's wednesday i'm we gonna, don't record I'm gonna buy an audi hat show up with like a jacket <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is the end of 91 okay <laughs> yeah i don't know like if i got i'd keep it for a little while but even if i got like a car that i like i really loved like let's say Let's say it was an R34 GTR. We see those getting mm-hmm. raffled off, right? I think I would enjoy it for a year, but probably not more than that. And then I'd turn it into like three others. Yeah. I, I So there's a part of me that's like, okay, value-wise, I can do so much more yeah, yeah. with selling it, right? Yeah, yeah. Then the other part of me is like, well, you'll never probably have the opportunity to own one of these again like that. Yeah, that's that's small minded thinking, man. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, that's a really good point. Cause yeah, I mean, what what are the or chances? E- even if I got to an affluent position where I could, would you? I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Yeah. That's the whole thing. I don't yeah. think I would be okay spending that kind of money, even if I was yeah. to that position. You know, yeah. I'd be buying a bunch of other shit. You Says know? the guy that spent fifty dollars on a T-shirt. Oh, all right, relax, <laughs> relax. <laughs> that's it. Never mind. I, I changed my answer. I'm selling it and getting a red Corvette to torture you forever. <laughs> <laughs> to park it in every corner in your neighborhood. No, it's going to be parked at every corner of the track, torturing you forever. <laughs> oh, my God. I would own a Corvette. I would, too. Yeah. What, which one would you own? The latest one? Anyone? I think anything after 1997. Okay. Yeah. I want a C6. C6s are yeah. a C6 Z06 is like oh damn. perfect yeah, yeah that's for me. that's that's the butter spot yeah, right there for I, sure like the it got the generation after that got a little too sharp for me yeah yeah I see what they were trying to do they were trying to be the affordable yeah exotic car killer whatever you yeah, know yeah yeah but yeah C6 and C5 I think are the best looking I would probably go C6 Z06 as first choice. Yeah. If it was something I was like, oh, this is going to be an actual race car later, C5. Okay. I think because I think that classes out really well with spec Corvette. Oh, it does. And no one knows how to drive, so you're, you'll be good. Damn. Is that, that's a call out right there. <laughs> Damn. That's, that's, that's the life of racing, man. You have literally no legs to stand on, but you completely talk shit on everyone. Right. Yeah. All right. Those are your 91 Octane headlines. And of course, this leads us now into the headline head to head where Tony and I go back to back three questions for three questions to see who is the current event trivia master. And so we each have selected three headlines, and we're going to quiz each other to see who knows the answer 
on the question. Now, there are a couple rules. We can opt to stop the the party giving the question from giving the multiple choice answer and answer immediately, and then we get double points. Or you can hear the the, uh, the multiple choice, select from those answers, and then you just get one point. At the end of the three versus three questions, whoever has the most points wins. If we have a question that is exactly the same for both of us, it's a wash. We will review it, but it doesn't count towards points. Now, to summarize, Tony is up two games to zero. So even if I win today, I'm I'm dropped, and I can't I cannot let you have another one. Three P baby, three P. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be in a hole. But you know we've got a lot of these to go, so uh, we'll figure it out. You being the winner of the last one, get to choose. Are you gonna be the <clears throat> the question the shooting me a question first, or do you want me to shoot you one first? <clears throat> I'm gonna shoot you a question first this all time. All right, all right. I'm gonna keep score here. Ready when you are. <clears throat> all righty. So, European market reports. Okay. Of these cars. Oh, there we go. I was like, that's not the question I wrote. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. This sporty little car outsold the Prius in the climate-cautious European market. Okay. 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 Damn. So, okay. So, there's... So, that means that, like, Peugeot and, and like, th- those brands count. Right? Renault. Right. Okay. Those aren't... Those aren't any of the multiple choice, but... Okay, I I don't know it, so yeah, multiple choice is what I'm taking. Okay. A, GR Yaris. Okay. B, GR86. C, Audi TT. D, the Type R. And uh, can you read the question again? This sporty sporty little car outsold the Prius in the climate-cautious, the climate-change-cautious European market. Okay, okay, okay. And it's the GR Yaris. Correct. GR86. Correct. The Type R, what was the third one? The Audi TT. Audi TT. Audi Volkswagen. They did away with that one. The Type R, I think they're having, I think I just read recently that they're having trouble selling them. The GR Yaris. It's a niche car, and the GR86 just sells like crazy. GR86 is my answer. You did a perfect logic into it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Literally eliminated them using existing knowledge. I love it. Bravo, bravo. That that one was (laughs) well-deserved. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay, good, good. Got the point. Damn, so that beat beat out the Prius. Yeah, it actually did. Believe it or not, it didn't sell like hotcakes either. It's not like it was a crazy amount of sales. Also, the Prius isn't selling that in it's Europe. It's not selling very well. It was kind of like a, a weird flipper question, I know. But the Prius doesn't sell very well there because I guess there's an issue with it only coming in a plug-in, right? It doesn't have like the self-charging hybrid stuff right okay and apparently if they're looking at like how infrastructure works there and accessibility for that kind of stuff doesn't sell well oh (coughs) man i wouldn't have thought at all i feel like the prius is one of those cars but out here out here apparently out there it's actually not that great of a selling car 
They're okay. they're small little jukes and everything sell more. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, actually, that makes a lot of sense. I say that like I know anything about Europe, but right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's your turn. Toyota right. announced it will be launching a luxury brand above Lexus that will be called this. Bring them on! Bring them on! Century, Ethos, Neptune, or Prestige? Ooh, damn. So this is an interesting one, and I'm kind of kicking myself for not seeing this one. I don't know why I did not see this one in my, in my I'm searching. Surprised. I, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised, actually. I kind of feel like that would have been a big one, but all right. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I, the first one, Century, stood out to me. Okay. And that could be because of some of their models. I think they have like a Century model, or I could be tripping on that. I don't think it would be prestige. That sounds douchey. What are the other two? <laughs> Ethos and Neptune. Esha, Ethos and Neptune. All right. I'm going to put my marketing hat on. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how extensive? How big is that hat? I, I don't know. <laughs> it has its moments. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm going to go with Century. Okay. Just because I feel like that could sell like a higher end than Lexus for some reason. Like the name could sell? Yeah, like the name could sell. Like I'm already envisioning branding on it. Yeah, I feel like your subconscious is very sharp because you got it right. Nice. Because Century is a model. It was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was something in there. They're turning that model into the brand. So they're stealing what Hyundai did with the Genesis. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Okay, okay. Exactly, yeah. And I could see that you worked yourself kind of into that. Yeah, that's kind of what I kept thinking about that. I didn't see any indicator when I said it could be a model, and I was like, damn, all right, maybe it's not. (laughs) Was it the crown? (laughs) And I I, like prestige... Although douchey, I didn't think you were going to eliminate it that quickly. Really? Yeah. And you went right for it. And I was like, when you eliminated that one, I was like, damn, that's the hardest one. Ethos and Neptune don't really. Neptune doesn't work at all. Ethos, I'm like, that sounds more like a financial company or something. But yeah, Century. The Century SUV is what they just recently uh, unveiled at Tokyo (laughs) Auto Salon. $170,000 car. They have a Garmin version for 220,000. Dang. So what is that with the typical markup now? Uh, yeah, 350,000. It's wild though. I mean, a lot of people online are saying that it's a beautiful car. I think the most fascinating thing to me is that Toyota is everywhere. They're doing everything. Sports cars, luxury cars, you know, the Supra, yeah, it's a BMW, whatever, but they're like trying to give everybody everything. And it's working for them. Oh, it it is. Didn't we have a question last show or the show before that talking about what would you rather have as a Christmas gift? And it was like a Toyota. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, No, they're they're doing their thing. Yeah, they're in the, uh, what is it, the, the... they're sort of the top layer of like the mainstream that with the name that comes to mind for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's because of what they're doing. It's wild. Anyway, next question. These two manufacturers are recalling over 2 million vehicles for roof moldings and clips coming loose while driving on the highways. Okay. Go for it. Multiple choice. All right. A, Jeep and Dodge. B, Buick and Chevy. C, Audi and Volkswagen. D, Ford and Kia. 
Okay. So, <laughs> the most challenged when it comes to quality control, Jeep and Dodge. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, but, you know, they're up there. <laughs> Ford and Kia... I feel like I would have heard of two brands issuing the same recall. Audi and Volkswagen. Their issues are different usually. But I don't really know a lot. And what was the the fourth one? What am I missing? The second one is the one you're missing. Chevy and Buick. That's another one too, though. I mean, quality. That's fucked up too. (laughs) (laughs) Buick, I don't think it's as bad as Jeep and Dodge, though. <laughs> like, and I mean, I've seen it. Like, I've seen it firsthand. Vents falling off, but roof clips. <clears throat> the Jeep Wrangler, they have that stupid Gladiator. Yeah, and when I say like the roof clips and molding, it's like the roof rack things and the plastic yeah. stuff up top. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, all of our cars now apparently have to have some sort of plastic cladding everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go Jeep Dodge. Jeep Dodge? Yeah. And this is the first missed answer. Oh, man. It's what you get for ragging on a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Who was it? So, the correct answer is... Ford and Kia. Really? I should have thought the odd one out. It's the odd one out. Yeah, I actually related them to the same general, like, manu- you know, the right parent companies, right? What do you mean? Chrysler, oh, yeah. Jeep, Dodge. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. But Ford and Kia was the odd one yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were the only ones that had no actual business yeah. relationship. <laughs> but it's so, so they're doing the same recall? Yeah. I think they just use the same manufacturer for whatever clips they're using for that stuff up there. Oh, that makes sense. And the way they wrote it was like under certain conditions, which to me wasn't super clear. So I'm not sure if like if it's highway plus a side gust or whatever, but fucking shit's flying off. And obviously that's safety hazard. So they got to they got to recall that stuff. Okay. So now I'm one for two. Right. That sucks. Already down again. But now it's time for your question. All right. So here we go. Madrid has been announced as a street circuit in Formula One for 2026. And will pay this much over the next 10 years for the right to host. Nearly twice as much as Catalonia. All right. Let's hear the options. Your options are 50 million, 500 million. One billion or five billion? Damn. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay, how often do they have to pay this? I don't know how often, but it's over 10 years. Over 10. Oh, okay. Just lump sum over 10 years. Uh, I, yeah, I, it could be paid yearly. It didn't go into when they pay. Oh, it. I just meant it was not like five oh, like billion every fee. year kind of oh, thing. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Okay. This is for the, 10 years. The total for the this 10 years. This is the total years. for the 10 years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Total for the 10 years. Damn, when you said it was going to be like a money question, I was like, oh, this might be easy to figure out. And then you started saying the numbers. I'm like, no, this isn't going to be easy to figure out. (laughs) Oh, God. Thank God. (laughs) Okay. Can we run down the options one more time? Yeah. 50 million, 500 million, 1 billion, or 5 billion. Okay. First two seem too low. I feel like F1 has a big budget. They're the biggest budget in racing, I think. 
Jesus. Okay. The last two is what? One billion or five billion? Over how many years? Ten. Okay. I'm going to go with the largest one. Five billion. Five billion. And you have hit your first incorrect Damn. answer. <laughs> it is actually $500 million. Really? Yeah. That seems low. I cannot believe that you're saying that. That's half a billion dollars just to host. Right. But 10 years. 10 years is a long time. But they're paying like, twice what Barcelona pays. I don't have that reference. <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy, man. Like, there's so much money. But you're right. Like, in my initial reaction was the same as yours. Yeah. I was like, oh, 10 years, 500 million. Like, that's does not seem like a lot. I mean, you're talking that's million, a, 50 million a year. That's half a large hospital for my for for, for, oh, for really? construction stuff. Yeah. Damn. We there's a hospital going on that's almost a billion. That's to construct the the, to the construct? medical complex. Yeah. So like that's why when I heard the number I was like that's yeah, that seems low, low <laughs> for yeah. 10 years. But it is a street circuit. Which you probably could have. They don't have to build anything. Yeah, other than like some barriers or something. I don't know. I think they got hustled. Would you rather go? You know what? They hired marketplace negotiators. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! And uh, tune in for this commercial break. We'll cut it in right here. <laughs> uh, oh man, I, it's. Uh, but my question to you here, though, is: Would you rather go to Vegas and watch F one there? Or take a trip to Europe and watch like a Madrid street circuit race. Oh, street circuit race in, in, Madrid. in Madrid. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That sounds like way more fun to me. This is in 2026. I'm heavily considering like, cause I'm also a Real Madrid fan. So okay. I can go watch a game too, but it'd be, it'd be interesting to do that. I think it'd be a bigger experience. Absolutely. Vegas yeah. is our backyard. So yeah, Vegas is the backyard plug and play whatever costume or cosplay you want to put on it it's still <laughs> vegas to us you know what i mean <laughs> that's so true man right? yeah like the bones are always the same like i can, I yeah. can never survive more than two days there and it's generally the you same. can dress it up as a rave you can dress it up as a raider <laughs> for football you could dress it up as whatever you want at the end of the day it's Vegas, it's yeah. right there in the backyard. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to Madrid in 2026. You heard it here first. All right. Let's do it. All right. Next question. All right. Well, keeping in with the theme, okay. my next one is a racing question. Oh, shit. So, I dropped out from F1. <laughs> um, it doesn't interest me as much no more. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, this one, Skip Barber Racing, racing School launches a new pilot program into IMSA. Okay. What car are they using? Ooh. 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 Oh, you saw it, didn't you? I don't think I, a... <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I did, but I've looked up Skip Barber a lot because I wanted yeah. to do that school. I want to do that school so bad too, dude. But I, it's it's literally double the cost that it was when I looked it up originally. Damn. So that might not be in the cards, but yeah. also I need my multiple choice. Okay. <laughs> All right. A, the Elantra N TCR. Okay. B, Austin Martin Vantage GT4. Okay. C, Civic SI FE1. D, the Supra GT4 Evo. Wow. I would have been so wrong. Oh, did you have a guess in mind? I had a guess in mind. And oh, it was what was it? It, it? it wasn't. It was a Mustang. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been extra. Oh, God. Okay. So then. You know what? I think they used to have Mustangs. Yeah. Because I, that's, that's I saw right. one for resale. Oh, okay. Ah, dude. It, you were like, I need it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the wife had to take the phone from me and, like, no, you're, stop. I, mean, I sent you a picture. Of, what was it that posted the E36? And you're like, do you really need another one? And you're over here doing the same thing. <laughs> I will continue to be blind to my biases. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me the multiple choice again. A, Elantra NTCR. Okay. B, Austin Martin Vantage GT4. Okay. C, Civic SI FE1. D, Supra GT4 Evo. Oh, man. I don't even think I have enough like to logic myself in here hyundai they're mm, skip barber skip barber and the program the imsa program so like like you and i could go there and be part of the program and find a way to imsa is that what it is no 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 i think okay. i think it's their drivers there okay, i think so, it's their okay, driver got their own program yeah it's their own driver driving program to i guess also probably promote for their school and everything like that but i don't think we can go That'd be that'd be dope. Ooh, yeah, like, that'd be something it was like else. some sort of academy. But okay, so then okay, so we've got the Hyundai. I'm not gonna start eliminating things because that always gets me in trouble. So we got the Hyundai. What was the second one? That one was the Austin Martin. Okay, the Austin Martin. <laughs> uh, then it was the Civic Si and the yeah. Supra GT4. Okay, Supras. Oh, man. I'm, I'm having a real hard time with this one. And I'm really, for no reason at all, juggling between the Hyundai and the Civic. And the problem is that my gut has been incorrect 100% of the time in the last three iterations of this game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not very confident. A Hyundai does throw back to the last show. You trust your wiener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust your wiener, man. <laughs> we need to make a shirt. Yeah, Hyundai's. I mean, Hyundai's doing great things with WRC, great platform, but that's not what this is. I'm gonna go Civic Si. Final answer. Final answer. I was rooting for you on this one. It's incorrect. Oh, really? Yes. It's a. It's a Hyundai. No. No. Aston Martin. <laughs> really? I I would have never. I would have never ever. I guessed. was shocked by that too. <laughs> wow. I really thought they were going to keep something at least more Actually that makes more sense. Available. Like hindsight is Well, yeah. I I guess for me it, this one stood out to me because it's Skip Barber. Yeah. And their fucking school car literally used to be an SN95 Mustang. You know what I mean? So I'm like, where did that jump come from? I thought yeah. they would be in something more like a Supra or if they wanted I to stay rear wheel the drive. Supra a little too high. I thought they were a little, little more grassroots than that. That's that's kind of what I mean. Well, yeah. the reason I, I thought Supra was going to be like the, haha, that's the tricky one, right? Yeah. The obvious answer because rear wheel drive too. Yeah. Typically, a lot of the racing schools are going to have like a rear wheel drive platform. Yeah. That's a good point. But I didn't even consider the Supra. And the Aston was literally the first one. I, again, a 100% track record on the gut being wrong. <laughs> 
<laughs> I need to read more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Then now we're moving on to your last one. And we're one up, right? You No, we're tied. Yeah. One, oh, yeah, yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah, up, yeah. One up. But you've got a chance to take the victory here. <laughs> and I think you are because I, I, this is a, probably an easy one. A Cybertruck owner received this message when trying to use the LSD in his truck. Give okay. me the multiple choice. Multiple choice. Yeah. All yeah. right. Subscription required. <laughs> Update required. <laughs> Please restart Cybertruck or coming soon. Damn it. Okay. 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 Fuck. So, okay. Okay. You kind of threw a wrench and I'm not sure if it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I started mean, laughing after A, because uh-huh. that one, like, subscription required, seems like that'd be the obvious answer for me. But then you said coming soon, and this is Tesla, so I'm not sure if that's a joke or if that could be real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not even considering the other two. I think they're all two. jokes, if I'm being honest. I mean, they are. They are, <laughs> but... <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So, as much as I want coming soon to be true, because that one kind of made me laugh. (laughs) That would piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I want that one to be true, I'm going to go with a subscription required. Subscription required for Tesla. And at the very least, I did not lose position. You got it wrong. Dang. It is coming soon. Really? Oh, my God. Can you believe it? $120,000 for a truck, and you can't use an LSD. That's, it's a mechanical component. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Is it not delivered? Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I think they could just do it with the software at this point. <laughs> I think there's a motor in each wheel. Like it's just, it's just. Oh, that's it, right. I think it's just something that they can. So there is no actual differential. I don't think there needs to be. I don't know if there is or isn't. But it's a because li- yeah the reason the reason why I don't think there actually is one is because it says coming soon, which means they wouldn't have like someone install one physically in your truck. It probably no. just means they need an update. Okay, maybe. Which is stupid. That's, that's insane. Oh my god! And fanboys are like, well, this is just you know what you can expect with new tech. Get the yeah, fuck there's, out there's, of you, man! When you, you don't realize apologies. you're in a cult, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> seriously, man. And seriously, I'd be. I so wish he mad. had a. I wish everybody just got the same haircut. Yeah, like, just, yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. everybody just get the same haircut. Everybody just go just, for yeah, it, man. Yeah, yeah. Identify them all. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, all that right, is wild. So. I really thought it was going to be subscription. Yeah, I, when you narrowed it down to subscription and coming soon, I was like, one's a meme, one isn't. Where is he gonna go? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, they're both memes. Like <laughs> yeah, now, they are. now they are coming soon. We've hit Damn. that. Like we've hit that point in like the car world where this ridiculous stuff is now happening. It's insane. Yeah, Mercedes has spinning G wagons and they can't figure <laughs> out their LSD. That's ridiculous, man. It's insane. I I don't under I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. I know I have a lot of just innate hatred for the Cybertruck, but I mean, just this this stuff. It's like I I don't, I couldn't put up with it. I no, couldn't. absolutely not. Yeah, I'd be absolutely shitting on BMW not. if this happened. I mean, we do. We talk about the subscription shit that BMW does. Yeah, and I tell with. everybody all the time. BMW drivers are just ultimate drivers with money. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, don't let me get started on Mustang drivers, man. Yeah, got a rap sheet on you guys. All right, well, at least we tied. I didn't lose a place. You're still Got up it. by two games, Damn. so I get to make up on the next one. But we did tie, so it's essentially a scrap in four games. So okay. after four games, two ties <laughs> and two victories for you, Tony. Oh, well played, sir. All well right. played. Well, yeah, definitely. But now we're going to move into our last segment. Tony <laughs> is going to grace us with a moment in history, the story of Nando Parado and the Cannibals. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this story. I've heard some tidbits and some of our planning discussions, and it sounds ridiculous. So go for it, man. All right. So I did want to preface this with there is a lot of content out there about this. Okay. There are two movies out there about this. There's a really old one called Alive with an exclamation point, so I should have shouted it. Yeah. <laughs> and recently they made one called The Society of the Snow, and that one's on Netflix. Okay. And that one I think was released 2023, so. Oh, it's brand new. Okay. Brand cool. new, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> now, because there's so much of this in there, and there's so many details, and there's so many stuff I wanted to talk about in there. Yeah. But we're not going to do three, four hours in this. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely not. So I'm going to give you kind of the rundown of the general stuff, right? Okay. And then I'm going to focus a little bit more on the last 10 days, and then we'll get into after okay. aftermath of this, right? Okay. Sounds good. I swear cars will be involved later. Yeah. So bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reason why you chose this story is because Nando, Nando Parado is a, a, a yeah a, he is a race car driver right? yes yeah correct so we'll get to that yeah all right so with that said let's start this little story here yeah we'll we'll, we'll open up the, the little, yeah the, the, the curtains. <laughs> yeah so the year is 1972 there is this team from uruguay they're a rugby team and apparently one of the best. They do rugby in, in Uruguay? I I was fucking we, just as surprised. Yeah. yeah. You sure they didn't misspell soccer? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. All right. All right. Cool. So they were actually so good that they play their exposition games with other countries. Oh. And this is still like a college team. These are all young guys, right? Okay. So they were jumping on a plane leaving for Chile. Okay. And this plane, relatively small, about 45 people in it. As they're flying over, oh, and this is October, I'm sorry. October 29th, I believe. Okay. So as they're flying over the Andes Mountains, which great big dead area of fucking snow, right? <clears throat> they lost altitude, crashed, and instantly on crash, a lot of people died. Only 27 survived the plane crash itself. Which actually seems like a lot. Yeah, I mean... yeah. For a plane crash? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they did this. It was more wings got ripped off and then they had to like slam down. I don't I honestly wouldn't even be able to tell you the difference. It sounds just as dangerous. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those crinkle points worked. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously there's no food, there's no water, they're not prepared for any of this, right? It essentially devolves. We use cannibalism, right? But it's more of, let me make sure I pronounce this shit correctly on my note here, anthropo anthropology. 
anthropologists, basically the act of eating human meat. So well, the, anthropology is the study of human, human behavior. Yeah, there's the last part I can't pronounce properly. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but basically... So there's a different name if you're doing it to survive? It's not so much surviving. It's more whether you kill the person to eat them versus they're already dead and you're eating the body loophole <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah yeah i guess so because <laughs> cannibalism is a crime i wonder if anthrop whatever the word is mm. what it is but yeah i mean they weren't charged illegal. for any crimes <laughs> okay 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 all right I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll stop interrupting go for it all right so plane crash happens and again we're gonna run through this very quickly because i want to get to the ending part of it right yeah yeah there were some avalanches involved and they were there overall for a very long time so about 61 days in is when nando and roberto canesas hiked out on their own to try to find something 60 days so in those two months the weather actually changed enough to where they were starting to get sun and some of the snow would melt here and there. As the snow melted, it would expose bodies that were previously just frozen in the snow. And that's what they would end up eating. So, oh my. There's tons of gory details. We can, you know, if you want to get into it, I highly encourage the movie, right? Yeah. But essentially, on the 61st day, Nando Parado and Roberto Canesas decided to climb towards a mountain where they thought they were. And everything's in theory, right? Yeah. Everything's in theory. There was planes that were flying that they thought were searching for them, but they quickly saw that the planes would go over them, not see them. Yeah. And keep going in a grid pattern. Okay. So there's at that yeah. point, they're like, nobody's finding us here. Yeah, we got 60 days in, they think they're already probably dead. I believe there was actually a radio they fixed and they heard on the broadcast they stopped the search. That is the word. Imagine uh, the the like amount, the like, of yeah, like, the dread. It's like not looking for us anymore. You're done. You're Damn. done. <clears throat> but ever the fucking heart and optimist. Yeah. Nando and Roberto took a climb and said, we're going to find something or we're going to die out there trying. Yeah. I mean, at least they were well fed. so they did take some to-go food they filled up their fucking rugby sock with some meat this is literally making me sick (laughs) (laughs) they filled up their rugby sock with some meat they made some snowshoes out of fucking seat cushions and they started their hike towards where they thought over the mountain ridge they would see like plains in chile yeah so, on the 61st day, they climb up. Three days into their climb, Nando, you know, they're fucking, it's cold. They're, at this point, they've been out there for two months. They're fucking fighting starvation the whole time. Nando's like, dude, this is fucking taking too long. He decides to rip the couch cushions off his feet that they were using for, like, mock snowshoes. Yeah. And sled, try to sled down the fucking mountain. Yeah. And because there's some ice, because the sun being up, <coughs> he thinks he went about 60 miles an hour. Oh my he just flew down the thing towards like a snow wall. And he had no idea whether that was all snow or there was actual rock behind it. <laughs> he hit it. It was snow. Oh. And 
Roberto from the top of the things just fucking screaming at him, fucking moron, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And <laughs> these are the little tidbits that were not in the movie. Yeah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So that I wanted to cover. There's also a lot of dysentery that wasn't covered in the movie. I imagine, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, on top of that, these climbs that they're doing are have been reviewed by professional mountain climbers and stuff, right? Okay, yeah. And pretty much they said, yeah, we wouldn't be doing this without like a hefty amount of equipment. And mind you, they didn't even have probably a stick, right? It yeah. was a plane crash. You know Just what I mean? a rugby sock. Yeah, a rugby <laughs> sock full of sock meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, other things that they didn't know about is altitude sickness. Okay, yeah. Nando was not waiting for nobody, dude. Nando, this guy was just... He was... And it has to be insane to imagine after 60 days of fucking fighting death, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this dude wouldn't even wait for Roberto. And like, that, you know, he would wait for him at certain summits, but other than that, he'd be just going. Right. Not understanding that if you go high altitudes too quickly, you can suffer from altitude sickness. Right. He was climbing over 2,500 feet in five hours. I don't know the concept of that being a lot or not, but from your tone, it sounds like it's a lot. It's enough for him to probably be very out of his fucking mind uh, with altitude Hallucinating. And- yeah, yeah. Uh, he finally makes it to the top of the ridge that they planned for. And, and mind you, while they're climbing, they could see the fucking plane and all the other 16 other survivors that were left by that point. Oh, they can still see them. And the other ones are just sitting out there watching them like, oh, look at them go. Yeah. I hope they don't die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all like just resigned themselves to die in there at that point. I mean, two months, I feel like the people who are still there probably are a little bit more motivated at this point. They're probably a little bit in despair because of the rescue thing yeah, yeah, <laughs> getting yeah. canceled. Yeah. But at that point, they're like, dude, these two are the, the healthiest and strongest right now. Yeah. They're our hope to go over that mountain and, and hopefully find help, right? Okay. So he gets to the top of the ridge, and the first thing he does is, for the first time since he's been there, was like curse God's name. Okay. Again, not in the movie. Okay. Because when he got to the ridge, it was nothing but other parallel mo- mountains. Uh... So they're looking, and they see, and they, they do have this in the movie, they do see these two peaks with what looks like no snow out in the distance. Okay. And uh, they're like, do you see those tits over there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're hallucinating clearly at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're, they decide to make their way for, for the chichis yeah, yeah. over there, right? So that's their new goal. They did have a third guy with them. They labeled him as Tintin. Okay. But he went back from that point. Uh, and then it was just Roberto and Nando from that point on, right? Okay. They're going. There is a road that Roberto called out to Nando and said, I think that's a road over there. I think that's a road over there. They argued about it for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Nando won the argument, and they continued towards the Chi-Chi's. Yeah, yeah. It was a road. Oh, <laughs> God. It's actually the road they use to this day to visit the crash site. Oh, man. But, you know, never know what could have happened. Whatever yeah. happened, happened. That's It yeah. just sucks knowing that now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that it could have been much easier for them. Yeah. yeah. So they continued on. Total of 10 days since they left the plane site. They get to where they believe the Y was, the, the two mountains, right? Right. They saw grass for the first time. No snow. They finally got to eat something other than human flesh in two months. Oh, okay. Okay. And... They make their way to the river. And and this is where I wanted to get some of the details in because I was shocked the movie didn't have it. Okay. Now, 
imagine you're in this position. I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> you, you're finally out of the snow, and you're trying to find your way into civilization. They saw like a, a can of some sort. They saw a cow dung. And they're like, oh, shit. Litter, cows. There's got to be a farmer or something going on over here. So yeah, they're yeah. going. They're getting, you know, they're bringing some hope in, right? Yeah, yeah. And they finally hear a human voice. There's a large river, right, from the snow starting from the snow mountain from the snow melting in the mountain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't hear words very well, but they can hear the voice, and they see a guy on a horse, and they're screaming to him and screaming to him, screaming to him. The guy turns around and sees him, right? Yeah. And they're trying to tell him, like, help, help. Like, you know, we're fucking, you know, they're trying to explain the situation, but yeah. they can't hear anything from the river. The only word they're able to hear from this guy is manana. And he turns around and he fucking leaves. <laughs> Whoa, dude. He's like, no. I don't want to deal with this today. <laughs> Holy they, shit. They montage this shit in the movie so hard. Yeah. Like, and we'll get to the next part, but that I, that would fucking kill me, dude. Dude, yeah. Like, I get it, right? From this farmer's point of view he just saw some skinny crazy looking fucking people pop out of the bushes and yeah. yell at him and he's like he doesn't know they're from the plane crash it's been two months everybody it's, counted it, them dead it's even surprising he would even help tomorrow it, yeah i would be i'd yeah. just be like gone like, <laughs> he was just like hmm these crazy motherfuckers i'll deal with them tomorrow yeah <laughs> <laughs> so nando and nando and roberto pretty much Sleep there. They sleep by the river there. Okay. When they wake up in the morning, across the river, there's three men sitting around a campfire. And they're like, oh, shit, there's people. And, and you know, Nando starts doing charades. Okay. You know, he starts doing the airplane thing. Like, boom, you know, we crash. I don't know if he did that. <laughs> yeah. Yum, yum, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but there's three guys there. Again, the river is is large and it's fucking rushing, right? Yeah. They can't hear each other. Yeah. So one of the guys at the campsite pulls out a piece of paper, ties it to a rock, pretty much with like, help is some, or he just said a man is on his way. Okay. A man is on his way. What do you want? And he throws the rock across the river. Okay. Right? So Nando, now it's finally a communication, right? He can go through and he can write, you know, hey, we're from the plane crash. We need help. Blah, blah, blah. There's more others to be saved. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mind you, this dude's been in starvation for like 72 days at this point. I don't know. Like I said, he's been well fed. It's been, all right. All right. <laughs> Not a severe dysentery. I mean, that they're struggling. Yes. Yeah. So he has to pull together what he can to throw this rock across the river. Oh, yeah. And I don't think the movie conveyed probably how hard that must have been. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if you're in that position and he just went, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a total millhouse like uh, like scene for me <laughs> so he is able to get the rock across the river okay he's okay. able to get the rock across the river and the guy's like got it got it wait <laughs> one more day <laughs> So he's just telling them, wait, wait, wait. And the three guys leave, right? Yeah. Now, what I'm thinking is that when the letter said, a man is coming, what do you want, right? Yeah. I was thinking maybe they were having somebody coming up there to, like, 
fucking, you know, like oh, to kill them, kill them, or arrest them, or right, like they don't know who these people were. But threat. Yeah, it, it it wasn't help. It was like, who the fuck are you? What do you want? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Why are you in our fucking farmland, mountain yeah. range, whatever? You know, yeah, Debo's on his way. Stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. But the guys told him to wait. They left. A couple hours later, a man comes on a donkey. Okay. And he's, I guess, the man that was trying to get around the river, whatever, to write. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it makes me wonder, like, I wonder what the background is on that. Like, did they send three guys over there to handle business or help them? Yeah. I'd, I'd it was weird. too. I'd, right? Yeah. When I heard the details of it, I was like, no, like, I don't think they were initially there to help them, you know? That first guy you? left yeah. and goes, I need fucking backup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, the guy comes with the donkey a couple hours later, okay. gives him some cheese. Okay. Right? And then they're this like. sounds like the weirdest story. Dude. It's very like, weird. Yeah. And they're like, great. We got to go. We got we to gotta get to the, the authorities and get people. There's still more people that need help. And the guy on the dock is like, cool, 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 cool. I got to go feed my sheep first. Are you serious? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a like a like a what is it like Chavo del Ocho like episode, <laughs> dude? Like this sounds so like he's just like I, I mean he's got to be able to see. Oh, he like, has how 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 much they. I'm struggling. sure they're like shrunken. Yeah. They gotta be stinky as all hell. Yeah. Like they gotta be super fucked up. And the guy's still like, no, no, no. I gotta sh- feed my sheep first, bro. Wait. <laughs> And I don't know for sure, but a long time ago, I read that eating human flesh actually wears away at your at the membrane on your lips and in your mouth. You have a little bit more knowledge of this than you should. I have a wild story that I don't know if it's true or not about a girl that hooked up with a guy in Jamaica and was making out with him all night, and the next morning woke up with all a bunch of rashes around her face, and found out that the reason that that happened is because the dude was a cannibal. What the hell? Yeah, and he had just eaten somebody before he was making out with her. Jeez. Tangent, back to your story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up fucking rashes for this story now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, all that to say is that I'm sure they looked apart. Oh, and, and I'm this guy's sure. like, still like, I got to go take my animals, take care of my animals, because yes. you humans can wait. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. So, that to say, they did make themselves to safety. They were the first officially rescued after 72 days in the mountains. Damn. Um, Press was the first ones to arrive and stick cameras in their face and ask them, what did you eat? Uh, of course, <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. Before anybody that can actually help showed up, yeah. the media was there first. Yeah, and he, he just held up the rugby sock. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't answer at first. They just yeah. kind of stared at him with a long silence until they asked. Somebody felt awkward and asked another question. You yeah, know, like yeah. they were kind of they were still in that mode. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Oh, There's yeah. still 16 people that need help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or I'm I'm sorry, uh, fourteen people. Okay, they with them it was sixteen. Yeah, helicopter shows up. You know they're eating. They're like, well, fuck, we got to go get the rest of these people. I don't know how much longer they have. Yeah, right. Yeah. At that point, he's been away from the camp for eleven, twelve days. Right. Right. Yeah. And the pilots, helicopter pilots, pulled out a map. They've been over there for two months, so Nando was actually able to tell them exactly where they were and go, they're right here. Yeah. And the pilots even looked at it and goes. There's no fucking way. 
38 miles is what Nando and Roberto climbed, hiked, and walked. Damn. To get to that spot through fucking snowy mountains. Probably some of the most treacherous like, yes. yeah, in the world. Absolutely. Damn. So even though they're just coming off being rescued from a plane crash, yeah, Nando decides he's going to jump on the plane to help the pilot find exactly where they are. Yeah. They actually almost, again, skipped in the movie, they almost crashed while in the in the fucking helicopter. Oh, come on. <laughs> Can you man, imagine you, this God. poor fucking guy? Just, why does this sound like a comedy? You know, like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even read like a tragedy. I mean, I guess there's 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 comedy. In you know, tragedy, there's people but... being eaten over here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna crash again. That's so. They're trying to fly straight through there, taking the same route that Nando and Roberto hiked. Yeah. And remember I told you he got altitude sickness because they were going so high, right? Yeah, yeah. Literally, the plane was trying to fly over the exact path they took. And they couldn't. And it fucking shook. The pilot said, fuck you. We're going to have to find another way around. Yeah. A little bit of panic set in, but Nando was able to recognize a ridge, point the people out. The The people ended up hearing on the radio that, nando and roberto were found yeah so they got excited they're like they're gonna tell us where they are and they started trying to doll themselves up for the rescue you know what I mean? you know mind you there's fucking human bones everywhere <laughs> they actually had used bones to try to put like an sos sign <laughs> wow wow they finally do get there they rescue the people and take them to the hospital this is kind of where I'm going to go ahead and kind of stop some of this part of the story, right? Yeah. After the... after, well, Actually, there's one more tidbit that's kind of fucked up. The plane that was flying back and forth was filled with the parents of of the, some of the survivors, because a lot of these guys were kids. They were yeah. college kids, you know? Right. Nando was 22 when this happened. Okay. Nando's father was not on that plane. Why not? At that point, it was already two months. So he just thought he was dead. He's like, they're dead. And I didn't mention this before, but Nando's mom and sister were also on the plane, and they passed. Nando did give permission for the other survivors to eat their bodies if they ran out of food. But from the dad's perspective, he lost his wife and two of his kids. He He sold everything that reminded him of them. So... When Nando got rescued, he came home to no clothes, no furniture. The dad had sold his motorcycle. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I mean, I guess it's sixty days. It's a long. It's it's a it's long. A little quick. But... I, I don't know. Everybody grieves different. Yeah, but it, yeah. I don't. I don't really know. Yeah, but survivors all had like crazy trauma, fucking stuff at the oh, end, of right? Of course. Again, I'm gonna. Fast forward a lot of this stuff, right? Yeah. Nando never once cried. Okay. He after the plane crash, he still went to the same clubs he went to with some of the some of the guys that was on the trip with him. Yeah. He did the whole Playboy thing. He dove into the celebrity of it, did fucking talk shows, whatever, right? Okay. He had one huge breakdown at a nightclub. Okay. Where he finally did cry and fucking freak the fuck out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After that is when Nando decided he was going to do everything he wanted to do in life before the crash. Okay. So he took off to Europe. 
and he pursued series racing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the logical step after eating people is going to racing. (laughs) So a lot of people pushed on that. A lot of people said, "Well, are you just trying to chase another adrenaline rush?" He and this was one of his very big things that he was like, "No, no, no." Don't read into this. I just fucking like cars, and I just like driving. Yeah. Apparently, his dad was a race driver. Okay. Not professionally, like not his career. Just scrubs like us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know to what level. Yeah. Obviously, that must have been in like the fifties. You know what I mean? Sixties or something. Because this is the seventies, right? And record keeping for a lot of his race series is really hard to find, man. Yeah. But he stopped when he got married, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nando went out to Europe, started racing. He's like, this is going to be my life. This is, this is what I want to do with my life, right? Yeah. <coughs> his dad his dad actually always told him to stay away from it. One of his actual famous quotes from it was, <clears throat> if you want to race a car, do it, whatever you want. But I'm not going to give you a vessel because... I've seen fortune squandered on racing cars. So he was a race car driver. (laughs) I felt so fucking attacked. I was like, this (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) Yep. Okay. So, you know, if I just survived eating people, (laughs) you're buying me a race car. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. He met his wife while he was out in Europe. His wife, her parents were like Belgium born and everything. And this quote I felt kind of funny when he was, because he was talking. A lot about his like racing and personal life and as he was kind of growing through, right? Yeah. This is what he thought. This is how bad a stigma fucking car guys have, right? Okay. This is what he thought about like with a, when he was getting introduced to her parents, you know? Yeah. He's like, man, can you imagine her parents when they met me? A South American racing driver? Well, now they look at me and now now they like me, but it took a while. And I'm thinking in my head like, Dude, I don't think they'd be sus of you because you were racing cars. I feel yeah. like there's so many other things they'd be worried about. Like, the first thing that comes to mind is your rugby sock, bro. Like, like that's, <laughs> Everybody knew at that point, right? It like, was a famous fucking story. Yeah. And mind you, he married his wife. I couldn't find the exact dates of when he met her and everything. Yeah. Right? But the plane crash was in 1972. Okay. They were rescued December 22nd. So 1973, somewhere between that 1973 and 1979, he married his wife. Okay. So it was fresh that he went out to Europe, started racing, and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure the parents ain't going to like me because I'm a South American racer. Uh, Yeah, I don't think that's what it was. And honestly, I'm not saying that I don't understand. I mean, yeah, you got to do what you got to do to survive. No, a- absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But not everyone is gonna have that perspective, right? Yeah, like. But you know what? Maybe that's why he's been able to to just pursue like everyday life. Anyways, he doesn't even because consider it like it's a, just hey, that's back there. It happened. Yeah. I did what I had to do. Whatever. Yeah. Now he does still do motivational speaking and stuff because honestly, it was his drive, his motivation that on without that personality driving, who knows. If everybody could have still survived. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So he's all over. He's a big F1 fan. <laughs> he's all over there. He raced in a bunch of different series, ranging from Lamas classics to rally car drivings to some even smaller grassroots stuff, even 
similar to like IMSA and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. He did actually race as early as last year. He was competing in a classics rally race in That's 2023. Because if he was 22 and 72, he's 74 now. He's 74 and he's still 70 driving. more, still driving. And it seems like he has a very special affinity to classic cars because a lot of the stuff I found on him was driving classic cars. This is a picture of him at the Le Mans Classic. Oh, this damn. was in 2007. So oh, that looks much older than 2007, but he likes the classic cars. He likes the what... classic race cars. Uh, classic vintage race cars is what he drives. Damn. That's a even older fo- a older uh, photo. So like we'll have these up on the website and stuff. Yeah. So he's still out there actively driving. He has a huge sponsorship from Audi. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's funny cuz find like Unfortunately, finding like his racing record, I think I found like one racing record from one series, and then really spotty stuff because yeah. old tiny stuff is hard to find. To no be honest, record keeping at that time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he still actively goes out there. He still actively race whatever small grassroots classic vintage he can do, and he still goes out and tracks a lot. So it's funny because he has a sponsorship from Audi. So, like, in this interview, in true old man form, he's just like, yeah, 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 Audi sponsors me with this and supports me, so I really like my Q3. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't even know what that was. And I was like, I looked up as an SUV. I'm like, oh, man, dude, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. And then he just goes on to what, and you can tell it's like he did that as like an obligation. Yeah. And then he just goes into, but 911 Carreras is where he lives. And he apparently he still frequents Nuremberg all the time in his Carrera. Like it's uh, it's hard for me to think, and I know you you know you said like that he told his wife's parents to not. I think that's what you said to not think of. No, he, this was just him quoting on what they must have thought of him. Oh, okay, okay. But I like I, he like, just assumed a like, negative yeah, connotation. It's not, it's not an adrenaline chase, but I honest, I think it might be. You know, maybe. like it's, or maybe he's driving away from something. I'm being like, I have no idea. Like, John's going to end in a shit. very deep quote yeah, here, <laughs> but it's just wild to me. I mean, I think uh, I'm, I'm hoping what this means is that as long as you're racing cars, you're going to live for a very long time. <laughs> Adrenaline <laughs> is the key to life, unless you crash. You know what? I kind of took it as like, you know what? Maybe these are the type of personalities that really actually to do continue in success in motorsports because he may not have gotten famous went all the way to f1 which by the way i did hear this from a different podcast that covered it and they said he was an f1 driver cap (laughs) (laughs) after doing the digging it's not f1 i think they just got confused because they found a picture with him with an open wheel Uh, race car yeah okay yeah yeah but it it just shows the this kind of commitment he had out there in the in the Andes, he just always had in him. I think yeah. he just had that personality in him the whole yeah. time. Yeah, but like it doesn't work the other way around because I feel like I have the personality to want to race cars and drive and go out there, but I don't. I mean, until you're in the situation, do you know? But do you think that you would spend sixty days chewing on humans, then walk? 38 miles in 10 days and then have to wait a day 
for help <laughs> and be and be prioritized under sheep you know like well like, is i don't i don't i don't i don't know i feel like i i don't I, I don't know if i have that spirit dude yeah, i don't think i have either. that spirit man <laughs> but until you're backed into a corner you never know but yeah it just feels like yeah so to this day nando parado was racing in several I, th- I found like at least eight different series he raced in he actually produced a TV show called Vertigo. Okay. And it was about motorsports history. Okay. He took over his dad's hardware store, which is apparently is like the fucking Home Depot of Uruguay. Yeah. And he has a fucking lucrative speaking tour as a motivational speaker. Still to, to, to this Still day. Still to this day. And that's why you'll see him at almost every single F1 race taking pictures with everybody still. Damn. What a life, man. Yeah. That it's is wild. Insane. Still participating, like I said, in the active events. Nando Parado. He will eat you alive on the racetrack <laughs> and in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Fascinating. Like it's like I mean, I know we laugh and we're like joking or whatever. This very extreme situation, but that's probably more <laughs> due to our discomfort in the material. But it's just wild to me, you know, that there this is not and you know throughout history there are multiple stories that are as shocking as this one but i think it's fascinating that this is essentially in our lifetime this sounds like the most fictional story yeah, you we can ask him with. about it right now yeah yeah <laughs> we should we should go get motivate motivationally spoken to in 2022 he started an instagram Oh, really? We can tag him in this. <laughs> we should. Is you might get a little upset, but that's all right. <laughs> what a great story. Nando Parado, man. Like, shout out to you, dude, for doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely, man. Because I don't, I have, nah. Nah. At 22, though. Young, dumb, and full of yeah, human meat. Dumb, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got that rugby, you know, thickness. I think you I think know what? Good. They were college athletes in their fucking prime dude yeah yeah right now though i probably would have just wished to have died on the plane crash i'm good i don't want to walk yeah i'm good good. man all right well that is our episode and that was your moment in history thank you tony make sure you like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast follow us on instagram at 91 octane if you want to send us any emails info at 91 octane.com any last words sony no that's it just uh Hey, it's cold out there right now. Don't go eating anybody. Yeah, yeah, please don't. Uh, (laughs) Although it's not cannibalism anymore, apparently. Uh, Have a good night.